I'm a god. Well, what if there is no tomorrow? I'm a god. There wasn't one today. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of It's Time to Rewind, a podcast stuck in its own time loop right along with the movies we discuss. In this season, we're taking a look at Groundhog Day after day after day after day. I'm your host, Bubbleweed, from Flights, Tights, and Movie Nights, and in this episode, we're discussing Phil's 18th Groundhog Day that starts at 56 minutes and 31 seconds, with Phil getting slapped, and ends at 57 minutes and 7 seconds, with Phil taking a walk past some iced sculptures. Today, my guest is Jason Soto from Whatever with Jason Soto. How are you doing today? Oh, man, dude, I am so great because this is the final slap. Uh, I can stop rating slaps now after today. Um, but if anyone out there needs a slap expert, you can feel free to contact me and I will gladly come on your slap happy show and we will talk slaps. Uh, speaking of, the, this is the last slap that we're going to rate. So why don't you go ahead and you know kick it off? What are you going to rate this this final slap? A 10 out of 10, because this is the one where he gets super dejected. Like, he just looks miserable. And he's just like, I've been slapped like six or seven times in a row, like days in a row. And now I'm like, okay, I'm done with this crap. And, you know, I don't know what to do to get, you know, her to like me and to get her to stop beating me. And he's just completely rejected at the end of this. So 10 out of 10 slaps yeah complete with the you know i I like to think of it as it's like the slow jazz it's almost like the charlie brown-esque music Mm -hmm. just like you you know you can imagine this is this is the same type of music like whenever charlie brown gets his christmas tree yeah yes indeed indeed like in one way it's not as forceful of a slap because i I don't think there's a, a lot of power behind it Mm-hmm. In terms of like Rita Rage, like there had been in earlier slaps, but she gets a lot of movement out of him because he like completely goes with it, and then you know it, he moves his entire body, like sways around, and then opens the door, and right. you know th- this right. time this they're back, they're actually in front of the Pennsylvania Hotel where Rita's staying at. Yeah. So, in terms of rating, I I would give this like an eight out of ten. It's not my okay. favorite, but it, it's it's up there, just for the the emotional impact. But okay. you know, since this is the the Pennsylvania Hotel, this isn't the bed and breakfast. Do you think this is like super super early in the day, or do you think this is like later on in the day? Like, do you think that this is one where he just you know? just struck out super early and you know this is like at the point where he's like i i can't i can't even get the beginning part of this date right anymore this is like it's time to call it quits my okay so my theory is that all the other slaps have been either prior to or at his bed and breakfast place and I, this might be – you can correct me if I'm wrong. This might be the first time that it's actually at her hotel, um, if not like maybe one other time. So maybe in his mind, he's like, okay, maybe if we go to her place, something she's more comfortable with, 
maybe that'll help, you know, ease it. Like, you know, maybe she's been uncomfortable going to his, you know, place because she's not, she's in an unfamiliar place. Um, so, she, you know, she, she, she feels like it's more maybe pressure on her to have sex with him uh, or whatever. So maybe in his mind, he's like, okay, I'm going to ease her a little bit and maybe we go to her place and maybe she won't like right away, you know, reject him. So, but then obviously that doesn't work out. And so I think it's probably the same time um, as the other ones, just in a different spot. So I think the same things happened that led up to the slap. Just you now it's in front of her place and he did something also terrible uh, here to get slapped. And I, and I also think that this is not the first time that he's tried whatever he did to get to this slap. And ended up here because I, I think especially like the look on his face is very much like he was fully expecting this slap to come. And then afterward, he's like, yeah, uh, what you going to do? <laughs> right. Right. And it's like he's, he's very dejected. But at the same point, he's like, yeah, this is how it's gone every other time. I wasn't expecting any anything different. It, it is what it is. Yes, I agree. This time is it's we actually get to talk about something that's not just slaps. Yes, he walks away. <laughs> so, how excited are you to talk about ice sculptures? <laughs> oh man, I get to become an ice sculpture expert now. Man, I don't know if I can handle this pressure. I had to become a slap expert. Now I got to be an ice sculpture expert. But yeah, I'm, let's do this. I'm down. Okay, so we got to go through the ice sculptures now. Although, you know, we don't have to rate these. That's cool. Um, but I will at least go through of them. You know, the first one, it's it's like a very flat frontal view of a, of a groundhog. Yeah. It's like not super cartoony, but it's not super realistic either. No, no. And then the, the second one you have, like, it's... I think it's the most realistic out of all of them. It's like a full-body groundhog. It's kind of realistic looking, and it's like climbing a tree, like yeah. a small tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the third one, you got the most cartoony one. Oh, totally. With like his head tilted to the side, and he's waving. It is like very much like the groundhog mascot kind of thing. And I think he's wearing like a baseball cap, is he not? Or am I imagining that? Um... I could be imagining it, but like, look, he has something on his head. I mean, I guess that could be his, like, his head, but it just looks like he's supposed to be wearing, like, a hat. I think that one is just his head. Oh, okay. We do get a baseball cap, um, you know, the, the fifth one is, is wearing a a baseball cap and is holding, um, a Valentine's Day heart. I, you know, I've thought, or I've watched this movie a lot of times. And, you know, I've heard discussion about this movie a lot. And, you know, it is kind of thought of as a romantic comedy. But one thing that I never really think of is, you know, Groundhog Day is less than two weeks away from Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. You're right. Well, okay, let's let's get to this fourth one, because I don't know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know either. Like, it, is it like a tree? Is he holding? Oh, you know what it could be? It could be a groundhog, and he's holding the world like he's Atlas. Yeah, that's like it, it took me a, a bunch of times 
you know, I got, I went through this like six or seven times before, cause I, I couldn't even see, like, all I could see is the globe and yeah. I couldn't make anything else out. But I do kind of see that it is like a groundhog holding this ice globe that it has. Yeah. And you can see like stuff, like the outside looks, um, kind of smooth and then the inside, it looks like there's, uh, like cracks or or yeah. texture yeah. on the inside that looks kind of like a tree, but it it might be like a globe. Or I almost thought maybe it's a basketball. For a second, I was like, well, you know, maybe this is a reference to Space Jam, but no, that was a couple years later. <laughs> yeah, it's like Groundhog Space Jam. But... <laughs> okay, and then okay, and there's the guy. There's the one wearing a hat. Okay. Yeah, and then you got the the hat, the one wearing a hat with. You know, like a Valentine's heart. Yeah. And, and then we have the last one, which I can't, which it's holding something. And it's also like a more realistic one. Yeah. And I can't tell what it's holding. I, but I almost feel like I want to say it's like an anatomical heart. <laughs> Cause, it, you know, it's like, and so, you know, my headcanon for this is the Punxsutawney groundhog. It attacked like the the Canoe Ridge groundhog and ripped out his heart, and he's like, "I am the ground, the only weather groundhog. All others bow before me." <laughs> okay, I, you know what? Let's go with that. I love it. Amazing. Yes. Let Let's just, just say that's what that is. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I just noticed too, like the the one with the baseball cap and the Valentine's heart. It's uh-huh. it, it's it's kind of hard to see, but it almost looks like he's had like he's got narrow, squinty eyes. You know, like yeah, he does. Like he the does. Um, um, like the shifty-eyed dog from The Simpsons. The, yeah, that that's how you know it's up to something. Maybe this ice sculpture of the groundhog is what trapped Phil <laughs> <laughs> in, in Groundhog Day. If this was an Edgar Wright film, all these snow sculptures would be events in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) These would all represent something that happens in the movie. And this is the part we're at now where he's he's trying to give his heart to Rita, but he has sinister motives or, you know, alternative motives behind it. This is where he had this is the the groundhog with the world on his shoulders. (laughs) Right now, Phil is the is the groundhog with the world on his shoulders. Yes. Maybe Edgar Wright did some uh, un- uh, uncredited script writing on this and came up with all this himself. And then I I also just noticed that there is like something in the background. It 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 kind of looks like ice, but it kind of just looks like a pole. It doesn't really look like an ice sculpture. I can't figure out ex- uh, exactly what it is. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's an unfinished, not, not to bring this back down to reality, but maybe it's like an unfinished sculpture. Or, I know it's a family show, but it could be a groundhog penis. <laughs> maybe it's a groundhog penis and it's, it's just back there. It could be. You never know. A little something for the ladies. There you go. Yep. For the female groundhogs out there. <laughs> uh, is there an, anything else that you, that you want to say about... Yeah. You know, Groundhog Day, or or Bill Murray, or Andy McDowell, or or slaps, or ice sculptures. You know, we've 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 covered a lot of ground here. 
Absolutely. We did a lot. We did a lot these past few. It's been like what seven days already. God, I can't. I lost track. I basically. I'm. I'm like Phil. I lost track. I don't this, know this, is, this is. This is like. In t- I've spent at least in terms of the podcast schedule. This is like two entire weeks worth of content. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you got to meet me two weeks into it. Um, let me see. Well, okay. I yeah. If I could give like you know just like a overall statement about the movie. Um, uh, this is seriously one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's it's definitely in my top ten. I definitely love this movie. I grew up watching it. Um, you know, as a teenager, because it came out in '93, I was 13 when this came out, and uh, I remember, you know, hearing the premise. And I've been into time travel stuff my entire life. I wrote some time travel novels. Just in case I wanted to throw that out there, you can check that out on Amazon. And um, I've always been fascinated by time loops. And I, I'm always, I'm always fighting people when they say this is a time travel movie. And it's like I kind of can see why you think that, but I don't consider it a time travel movie. It's definitely a time loop movie, um, and I think those two things are separate. Yeah, because time travel, you can get out of wherever you're at whenever you want. Like if it was just Bill Murray traveling to February second on his own free will, and then deciding to stop and then doesn't travel again, he could stop. Well, and I, I think that's an important distinction, too, because most of the time, time travel movies, the characters are in control of where they're going and how they're getting there. So, like, sometimes it's an accident, but it's something that they're actively doing to travel through time. But in most time loop movies, it's something that's being done to the characters that they have no control over. Absolutely. That's yes, absolutely. So they have no they have no control over it. They they have to go with the loop whether they want to or not. And they they can't they can't get themselves out of it and they prop most likely I don't know about other time loop movies out there, but they most likely didn't want to uh wanna do it. So there's there's a there's a distinction there. So I would not call this a time travel movie, uh, but it's definitely a time loop movie. And it is one of my favorites. I mean, it's like the main one, right? That's the one everyone goes to. Like anytime another time loop movie comes out, they always say it's Groundhog Day on a boat or some shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, like the I'm sure you're gonna cover this at some point, but that movie Palm Springs is like, hey, it's Groundhog Day with millennials. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, I've I've heard like that. That's one that. Quite a few people have mentioned, but I, I haven't seen yet. And instead, I've, I've seen like the crappier ones, which one of them I had just completely escaped my memory until I was looking through a list of time loop movies. And, and I've already once again forgotten what it's called, but it's the one with, um, uh, Alexandria Daddario and the, the nerdy guy from, uh, Pitch Perfect. I, I don't remember his name, but I know what you're talking about. What but he like goes back in time with the photo booth, and yeah, although that 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 one actually does kind of cut my theory because he actually is in control of his time loop because like he makes mistakes and then he makes the decision to go back and try it again. I cannot remember what that's called. You got me on that. I don't remember. And like I'm looking at her IMDb, and it could literally be any, any of these movies. 
because they all got really boring generic titles so i have no idea like the choice could it be the choice <laughs> like like i don't know uh no it's not that i yeah oh but i do remember seeing like trailers for it damn it that's gonna bug me now yeah so just to wrap up what i was saying just uh this is definitely one of my favorites and i was i'm very happy to have done this with you and uh this was a lot of fun yeah and you know i i'm glad uh glad to have you on uh hopefully i'll, I'll bring you back for later seasons definitely you know and when it, at some point whenever i cover 1201 but yes. it, it's always a pleasure and you know this is this is your final day here for groundhog day so why don't you go ahead and for for the last time go ahead and remind everybody where they can find you online Absolutely. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Famous Comedian. Uh, my podcast is Whatever with Jason Soto. It's a comedy podcast, and you can check that out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get podcasts from. You can check it out there. Uh, also, you can go check out RabbitHolePodcast.com. Uh, that is the home of any podcast that I have my hand in, whether it's whatever, Top 5, A through Z, Between the Scares, uh, anything that I'm involved in, you can check out there, uh, RabbitHolePodcast.com. And as always, I am Bub Wheat from FlightsTightsAndMovieNights.com. You can find uh, this podcast, It's Time to Rewind, on Anchor.fm, as well as anywhere else that you can find podcasts. And we've done it. We are past the slaps. Yes. Thank goodness. Yes. I'm a god. Well, what if there is no tomorrow? I'm a god. There wasn't one today.